Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. This is Truth Light, and our show is the Light of the Light of Truth, and uh, we are looking today at what is the whole deal with Halloween and the thinning of the veils and ghosts and whatnot, and is there really anything to it, um, or is it all just kind of stuff that's been handed down for fun, or you know? And I know some people know there's something to it, but what we really want to talk about today is is how to work with that. And um, sorry, I'm trying to get in our chat room set up, and uh, which we haven't done in a long time. So, um, all right. So hopefully we can actually have some chatting going on today too, as well. <coughs> so. Today we want to talk about how can you keep yourself um, in a nice clear energy while all this is going on and maybe some understanding of what's actually happening when we talk about the thinning of the veils and Halloween and all of that. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing today. And and uh, I do want to encourage you guys to call in. We do have a caller already. So uh, area code 505, I will pull you over in just one second. Um, so I hope everybody's doing well today, and I already have had some interesting situations at the uh, at the center, Sacred Light of Sedona, in Sedona, where I, you know, the center I work through. Um, we've already had an experience with the thinning of the veils, which is <laughs> why we're doing the show today. Because Jessica turned to me and said, "You have got to start doing shows on this so people get what's going on." So here we are. So we'll see if Jessica joins us today and maybe talks a little bit about what happened at the center and. Um, very interesting. Never a dull moment in our lives. Never a dull moment, it seems. So, uh, okay, so we're going to start off by pulling uh, the caller from area code 505 over. And uh, good morning, and tell us your name. My name's Noelle. Hi, Noelle. How are you? Uh, I'm fair. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just waking up. I see. Are you actually in New Mexico, or is that just where your area code is from? I'm actually in New Mexico right now. It's so funny because here, in, uh, at least in Arizona, like everybody has, we have area codes from all over because everybody just keeps their number from wherever they moved from. So now I can't really tell where somebody's at just because of the area code. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what can we do for you today? I assume since you were like ready to talk bright and early, um, did it have anything to do with our topic per se or did you just have something else you wanted to talk about or ask about or what? Well, I actually was just running through the station trying to find something really good to listen to, and I found you, and I thought, well, I have a big situation in my life, and I was wondering if, because of the topic that you're on, Mm -hmm. if there's something you can do during that time frame to help me with my situation. Of course, I really need an answer quicker than that. I, um, I got myself into a really not good situation thinking that I was hearing the spirit leading me to come back to Taos. I've been in Albuquerque for three years and I ended up 
in a place which was told to me that it was very different than what it was, and now I'm just stuck here, pretty much mm. have no way to get out. I have no support system. It looks like my family is even turning their backs on me, and I don't even know what I'm going to do. And I do believe that I believe I have spirits that do help me, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to have a way to do anything for Halloween, really, because I'm living in boxes and trying to find another place to go, and I'm in a very bad position right now. Right. I can't explain it to you. I just don't even know you what know, to do. I I actually understand the kind of thing you're talking about, the kind of situation, because I hear that it happens in Taos just like it happens in Sedona. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times people will be, it's almost like it casts a spell over you or something. It's the weirdest thing, and people end up moving there, convinced that that's what they're supposed to do, and then their life just blows up in their face. And uh, and I hear a lot of similar stories about Taos. So... Um, it's that whole powerhouse thing when we connect with that. Um, you know, just because we have a spirit kind of leading us to do something doesn't mean it's the level we want to listen to. <laughs> and so, right. You know, one of the things that I do, like my core thing that that everybody always wants me to do is I teach a class called Angel Meet and Greet where we actually introduce you to your true team of guardian angels or your whatever you want to call them, but it's Christ consciousness and above. And so we want to make sure that whatever we're listening to is not of the astral plane. And I know some people blow a gasket when I say that, but the reality is that the astral plane is just earth without the physicality. And so you've got good stuff, you've got bad stuff, you've got conniving stuff, you've got just just naive and doesn't know any better stuff. So who do, how do you know who you're listening to? if you don't learn how to connect to that Christ consciousness and above. And I'm not like, um, you know, I'm not, I wasn't raised Christian. I'm not any one religion at all. It's just that's, it's that fifth dimensional. You want to get up and out of that fourth dimension, you know, and um, right. and then listen to this stuff. Whatever label you would like to put upon it doesn't matter to me. It's just that when we do that class, we, we get people actually interacting with that, that next dimension up. And, uh, mm-hmm. And it makes a huge difference. So having said that, <laughs> it doesn't really help <laughs> now, I get. <laughs> but for the future, and when you're looking for guidance, you really want to, whatever terminology you're comfy with, you want to make sure that you get up to that fifth dimensional level and that those are the beings, because you have beings on that dimension that are there to help you as well. And, right. uh, and those are the ones you want to listen to because the others still are coming from the ego in some way, shape, or form. And so they're not, you know, they may have opinions, and they even a lot of them mean well, but they don't necessarily know what your true path is. You know? I I think I'm having a big problem with knowing what my true path is right now. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? And I will also say that, you know, um, I'm feeling that, so you're very sensitive psychically, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling that what's happening is a lot of us, really everybody that I know, since um, since the fall equinox, we have been thrown into like some kind of crazy change. I don't know what's going on, but it's not a bad thing as long as you just kind of <coughs> breathe through it and make sure that 
you in whatever way connect up with that next dimension, you know, and just just breathe through it and allow yourself to to see rather than look for the answers. And what I'm finding is that detaching from any drama or like um, kind of out of whack emotions, if I get into fear, if I get into anger, if I get into whatever, just detaching from all of those emotions is what seems to be guiding us through just fine. Like my little core group of people that, that I work with and my friends, I mean, we all, we're all very psychically sensitive. It's what we all do. And uh, that seems to be what's getting us through. Um, something occurred, and I don't know what it was, about like right around the new moon. And then, and I don't know the dates, but the new moon was about the 5th. And, and then that Sunday slash Monday, that overnight on Sunday, Monday, um, some, some shift occurred. And then it was like a door or a window or something closed by like Monday night before Tuesday hit. And I could actually feel the shift within me. I didn't know what was going on, but after, because I thought it was just me. But then I started talking to a lot of different people and they're having the same thing. So you may want to look back and go, okay, between fall equinox and, and this, what was it, like the 7th of October, there were all these shifts happening. How much of your changing and how much of your shifting was occurring during those times and um, really gaining strength from that because it was kind of a strength-giving thing. I feel when I'm tuning into your energy, I'm feeling like um, you don't see it yet, but this move actually helped you sort of shake off a whole lot of stuff that you needed to get rid of, meaning connections with people and physical belongings and just a whole lot of old energy. Right. I don't feel like you're where you need to be, but I feel like you had to make make that journey to have things blown apart so that you can no. start over from just you. You know? It's definitely blown apart. Yeah, I'm I can feel that. A hard can... time now because I'm way out in the desert. I have no car. If once it starts snowing and getting bad and I don't have any people that I can really depend on to come and get me i'm just going to be sitting out in the middle of the snow somewhere and i've been going through having trust and going through fear and uh, there's a lot of things happening in my life right now that i can't even explain but yeah right Right. um yeah i do feel like um like there is an answer for you and and it's connecting with somebody else um like in a a barter situation or a roommate situation or something where you're able to kind of it's what's happening is you're stepping off of the path you were on because you weren't on the right path. And so since you weren't getting the message as you were walking right. that path, you had to just picked up and physically removed from it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel like it was um, that you were guided by the, the level you would want to listen to because I don't think it had to be this difficult. But it is. You're here now, so you might as well, you know, do what you can now for it and get the lessons you can out of it. It's still going to serve the same purpose. You're still going to shake off the old stuff if you allow yourself to. But there's um, there there are several options for you to kind of come in out of the cold is what I'm seeing, you coming in out of the cold. 
And I've uh, actually been considering trying to go back to Albuquerque because I haven't I'm seeing been able to you there. I'm seeing you back That's in Albuquerque actually. So wow. um yeah, I'm I'm definitely seeing that because but you had to just shake all this old stuff off and then go back. And so it's important for you to get in your in your consciousness what have you shaken off? It may be your perceptions about your family or your attachments to your family and friends or whatever whatever shifts occurred, you really want to look at because they're actually for the best. But I right. do see you going back to Albuquerque and um and it but into different situations you know because it's like that spiral yeah we come back around to the same spot in the circle but we're a level up right and so this is your opportunity to spiral up if you would like to right do you have ever do you have yeah do you do ever do private talking with people like oh of course private? yeah yeah, okay. if you message me, um, you can message me either here at Blog Talk or the um, the thing to my Facebook. The link to my Facebook is on the Blog Talk page as well. And so really? you can go ahead and message me. And um, I am now taking private people again. I've been working strictly through Sacred Light of Sedona, and now I'm I'm just down to like three days a week there, and the rest is for my own clients. So, yeah. So, oh, okay. you, so I just click the like button for Facebook on here. Um, you know, probably, and then you can just you can message me through either page is what I was getting at. And my website is a complete disaster right now, so I'm just strictly talking to people one on one. Like I'm not going through the website because <laughs> oh, I'm rebuilding it and it's a disaster. So, um, so if you just message me, then I'll get back in touch with you and we can set up a time and everything. Okay. So. All right, so I am going to go ahead and click you back over if you're feeling a little bit better and get back to our topic. Just okay, remember yeah, that, like you know, you are, it sounds like you're real familiar with the energy of the whole Halloween thing too, and so you want to make sure that um, that you're keeping your, your frequency and your vibration nice and high so you're not aligning with the stuff that's also confused and stuck, you know? Okay. <laughs> so okay. you don't need any Thanks. help with that. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for talking with me. <laughs> All right, have a great day, okay? You too. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. Okay, so, you know, I love when we get people who call in, and it's just nice to be of service here and there. So, okay, and that actually brings up actually some points that, that apply to today's show, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. What kind of, okay, so if the veils are thinning this time of year, um, you know, how does that affect us? And so that's part of what we'll go into and part of the reason that we're doing this show. It's not just like a, a gimmicky Halloween show. It's, it's actually to help you guys understand what happens this time of year and, and how to kind of move through it in a more balanced manner. So um, <clears throat> first of all, we'll kind of talk about the thinning of the veils and what does that really mean, you know? We have a lot of different kinds of people who listen to the show. So some people know a whole lot. Some people are just learning. You know, some people have studied one thing and not another. So, so we're just going to kind of go over the basics. First of all, when we talk about the thinning of the veils this time of year, um, my feel that, that uh, I have gotten as talking with spirit and so on is that it's mainly between the astral plane and, and our world. Now, I do know that 
um, you know, if the veils are thinning, I've had people say, well, they thin between all the different dimensions and so on. But my feel is really that at least we're going to focus on thinning of the veils between this plane and, and the next one over, which is the astral plane, because this is the one that really affects us. And, uh, and I don't find that, that there's, the veils don't need to be thinned really to talk to the other dimensions. It's we just need to raise our consciousness up enough to be able to do so. That's been my finding. So, you know, that's what I'll go with until I learn something else. So the thinning of the veils between this and the astral plane is, um, is interesting because it means that, you know, there is a higher count of people seeing ghosts or seeing spirits or, you know, hearing voices, that kind of thing, because already the dimensions are moving closer together. Okay, that's kind of, there is a whole group of, of scientists and of research that shows the universe is kind of doing this, um, Oh, what do you call it, Taurus? You know how the that where it comes up almost like a funnel and flips over on itself. Um, it's the dimensions are becoming closer because of this. It's kind of folding in upon itself, and so it's creating um, different communication between the astral plane and the physical plane. It's also what's making it easier for all of us to start talking to the angelic realm and star beings and that kind of thing. Um, but for this purpose we're going to talk about the astral plane that means that we're already seeing hearing feeling a whole lot more from the astral plane but then you put in the thinning of the veils and it makes it easier for one side or the other to go back and forth now this can be dangerous if you're somebody who goes okay i think i'm going to play with this and i want to go see what it's like over there (laughs) well the astral plane holds many levels and so you easily can inadvertently step into a level you don't want to go to because this is just where it's very much like Earth without the physical, right? So you have the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, the wise, the violent, the fearful, the you have all the different stuff that we have here, but you don't have any real control because you don't know how to play the game over there. And so these people that kind of play with seances and play with all these different things around Halloween are very often getting a lot more than they bargained for. Okay, so we want to beware of that and not really mess with that too much, um, strictly because you don't know what, in most cases, you know, you guys don't know what you're doing. Most people don't know how to play the game in and out. And typically people who do actually understand the game won't do things like seances because it's um, it's not going to take you to the level that's beneficial to go to. It is a time where you may receive more um, like visits from your uh, deceased relatives or friends, loved ones, that kind of thing. Even pets, you know, pets come back too. <laughs> and so, you know, it can be a nice thing if if we don't allow it to be scary. It is a time that we can easily ask for guidance. But as we heard from the last caller, you you don't necessarily want to take a whole lot of guidance from the astral plane. Now, you may have a soul come to you, and it may tell you that it's your grandmother, right? How do you know it's your grandmother? This is why when people are talking to souls, they'll, they'll ask for proof of something. And what we need to understand is that a lot of times the souls in the astral plane are also very psychic. So say, say I have a client come into sacred light, okay, 
Sacred Light of Sedona, excuse me, <laughs> say the full name. Um, and they sit down in front of me, and they don't believe in psychics, and so they want me to prove what's going on, right, that I'm, that I'm actually psychic. And so I can tell them all kinds of things that there's no way I could possibly know other than I'm psychic, right? Well, don't you think there are things in the astral plane that can do that too? So you go, okay, well, prove to me that you're a grandma so-and-so. Well, you've got things that you're thinking about in your head, and so this soul can psychically just parrot back what you're thinking in your head. So just because you ask for proof and you may get it doesn't mean it's actually the soul you're asking for. And so this is why we're so big on everybody kind of going between, like from angel to angel, even in the astral plane, because you want to be sure that you're getting honesty and, and clarity, right? So as we're, wow, the show's going by fast. <laughs> we're already at the halfway point. Um, and I do see area code 256 will pull you over in, in just a moment. Um, one of the things that you can do to stay safe and to stay clear with your communication is to um, always work with the angelic realm as a buffer. So for instance, yes, the veils are thinning. Yes, there really is clearer communication between the astral plane and earth. One, I would say, if you don't understand the astral plane, don't be playing with it. (laughs) Because there's, like I said, there's a lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of whole different, uh, all different kinds of things. Um, And you want to be sure about what you get. If, however, you feel very strongly about it, you want to call in Archangel Michael or some of the archangels um, to communicate. Okay, so for instance, you ask Archangel Michael, I'd like to talk to Grandma so-and-so for wisdom and guidance. Can you assist me in reaching her? And so all communication, you should state very clearly, all communication should go through that angelic realm. I don't encourage people doing this, frankly. I mean, I'll give you that tip about that's what you want to do, but if you're not trained in knowing how to access the angelic realm, it's not always as easy as just calling them in. And so you want to be sure that you stay safe because what happens with these thinning veils is, um, and I was really hoping Jessica would call in uh, because we really did have a very, very interesting situation in the... uh, center with the thinning veils so i'm going to give her a few more minutes to see if she does call before i talk about it but when you have these thinning veils um, and you're trying to access the uh the different realms you easily are going to pull something that is maybe kind of a joke player a poltergeist um these we've had other shows that we've done on on like um, possession and that kind of thing, hauntings. And so <coughs> you could easily be opening the door and um, inviting something in that you don't want to have in your space because you're, as you part those veils that are already very thin, who knows what all is going to step through, right? And it sounds simplistic, um, but it's, and it is really, I guess, depending on, on how you look at it, but you really can end up with more than you bargain for when you're dealing with the astral plane and these thin veils. The second that you start um, trying to access something from that astral plane, you're basically putting a, 
a beacon out going, okay, I would like to open up this communication. And you're not just going to get what it is you're calling for. You, uh, you're going to get whatever happens to be around and connected with the energy that, that is familiar to yours. It's that whole like attracts like. So if you happen to be in a place of confusion, fear, vulnerability, a victim vibration, any of this stuff that's going on, if you're somebody who has potential even for addictions, that sort of thing, souls on the other side who are looking for um, fulfillment of those things will also come through that veil. And so you could get a whole lot more than you bargained for if you play around with this. So, um, okay, and I'm, so as I'm talking, I'm trying to get Jessica to, <laughs> Jessica will be joining us in a moment. I'm texting her to see if she's going to call in. And because uh, I really would like to have her, she's the one who witnessed what happened in the center and then we cleaned it up together. So um, I'd like to have her come on and tell you about this because that's what sparked the show. And uh, so I'm going to go ahead and pull I believe it's Kimberly, the caller from Area 256. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So we have Kimberly on the phone with us. And uh, so so the topic is kind of jumping all over the place this morning. I don't know. I don't know. See, that's what you get for delving into the astral plane because it's all confused over there anyway. That's <laughs> what I get. <laughs> So what do you think about our topic today, and, and do you have any questions? Or? Um, I don't know. I didn't have any questions. I was just listening. Um, just listening. But you always push one to talk to the host, so I always see the thing, and I'm like, oh, I should pull her over then, because we have a little <laughs> thing that comes up. Yeah, I know. I know. It's so funny. <laughs> Every day I start the show, and there's Kimberly going, I want to talk, I want to talk, I want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but just, I was just listening to what you were saying about you know the veil thinning, and um, you have to be trained on you know how to you know discern spirits and um, know you know the the difference between you know good spirits and uh, otherness. I don't want to say bad spirits, but you know, right? Um, like you were saying, like you were saying, you know. Uh, you just have to know what you're doing and not just go out there with blinders on. Right. You know, I remember one time when I was about 15, you know, about that time you start messing around with seances and whatnot. <coughs> I was 14 or 15, I guess. And um, and so we did a seance, and and we were calling something pretty big and bad back over because we wanted to see what that was like, Right. And so, okay. and I'm laughing now, but it really isn't funny. Um, we did get a lot more than we bargained for. We, along with what we were calling, came some other things that resided in my house then for the rest of the time. We opened some kind of door in the house that I lived in, and from then on out, like the windows would all shake and souls would just come and appear in the living room, and I'd wake up and there were people oh. watching me while I slept, and like, it was hideous, and it all started because we were messing around with the seance when the veils were thin, you know? And and we thought it was just the coolest thing ever, but you know what? I had to live in that house, <laughs> and it was really bad. I mean, I don't know. 
clearly we opened some kind of door and we didn't know how to close it because from that point on, I lived in that house probably for another, uh, another fifth, well, another 10, 12 years. And the whole time I lived there, it was just like this open freeway. You would see souls just marching through the house. It was the wow. craziest thing. And they were gruesome. Like all of them were like lost souls, clearly just lost souls. So whatever level, that's the other thing about this is you're going to open a level, you know, or these windows appear through and, and it's open to whatever level you're connecting to. So because we were calling something pretty hideous back, right, it was a, a well-known criminal, pretty violent criminal because that was where our stupid mindset was at, you know, and... um and so that's the level we opened. And so there were horrible things trekking through my house nonstop. And, uh, and I never did, like I never had the training to close the doors after that. And so as far as I know, there's still issues. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. But we didn't know what we were doing. And so we just jumped in and we're playing around and – and it really created some issues for my whole family because what happens, and we've talked about this before, is what happens is these souls come around and they're confused and then they start influencing us because because they can, <laughs> you know. It's just like that unseen peer pressure. So, um, so let me ask you, do you guys do like scary movies and all that around Halloween? Um, I, I know I don't. I don't. I don't like horror movies at all. Good for you. <laughs> I do not. I do not do that. I, to me, that's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. Agreed. It also is really a doorway. It really does open up doorways. And so, you know, I can't tell you how much business I get after Halloween because people have watched all these horror movies and then suddenly <laughs> they've got all this stuff going on in their house, and I'm like. Job security year after year. I tell you not to do this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> now I'm, you know, now I'm super busy for the next two months trying to clear all this stuff up. So, just for everybody out there, because I'm warning everybody now, I charge like double time after Halloween. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> if you didn't listen, <laughs> right? Exactly. So, Exactly. So um, do you notice, so you you teach, right? So yes. like you didn't know that, right? <laughs> so do you find that around this time of year there's different behavioral issues than you usually have or anything? Like do you notice a difference in the kids, but like as Halloween is coming up? Um, uh... It's not that distinguishable because right. they are who they are. And You've probably never really definitely. paid attention to it either, though. Because right. what happens is as we're leading it, it's not like one night suddenly the veil is super thin. It, it's leading. It's a progressive thing. And it's also not only um, lost souls and whatever, confused souls and that kind of thing that connect. It's also, you know, like the fairy realm and all of that is a real thing just because a lot of people don't think it's real doesn't mean it is. And so you do have a lot of pranksters as well in the uh, astral plane or the different, I guess they're 
just different dimensions. They're fourth dimensional. Um, and so when these veils are thinning, these other beings are also around like fairies and different things. The different elementals are real pranksters. And so they'll kind of hang out with somebody and go, you should say this. You should do that, you know. And so you'll find that people act a little out of character. And it's typically that there's something around them kind of nudging them on and, you know, so troublemakers and whatnot. (laughs) And they just kind of hop over here because they can. And then they hop back to their dimension and before the veils Mm -hmm. close and, you know. So um, I would say with this full moon probably there was a lot of opening of things. So we'll see how things are after this full moon through Halloween, you know. So. So what else do you have to share with us, Missy? <laughs> uh, that's it. That's it. That's All right. It. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to pull you back over then. It's so nice to hear your All voice right. in the morning. So lovely. Good to hear. <laughs> yeah. All right. We will talk to you later. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. So when we are dealing with this other dimension, because it's going to be in your face uh, typically, right? Um, how do you keep yourself from being accessed by these lost souls or being um, influenced or affected by the opening of these veils and the thinnings of these veils? And um, <clears throat> one of the best ways that you can keep yourself uh, together and uninfluenced by this is to really make a focus of one, staying away from all the crap that's out there as far as like the the violence and the horror flicks and all of that because what you're doing then, it just blows my mind, what you're doing is actually aligning yourself with that which scares you the most. So you really want to stay away from that, obviously. You don't want to align yourself with what scares you because right now the veils are thin And so you're basically putting out a light to that area of the dimension going, come on over. (laughs) This is what I want is I want more of you. And so you'll get it. Okay. So we do have Jessica that just called in. So I'm going to pull her over because I really want her to talk about what happened at the center. Okay. Hello, Miss Jessica. How are you? Hello. Jessica. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm going to try one more time. Are you there? Okay, so I can't hear you, so maybe call back in if you are able to, and I'm going to pull you back over again. Okay, so we hopefully we'll be able to connect with Jessica today. Um, So what we want to be careful of during this time is making sure that we align with that which we actually would like to attract. Because these veils are so thin, we don't really have that protective barrier So on one hand, we see it as a protective barrier, you know, um, protective away from the things that we're concerned about, but it also does open up some other opportunity. We're going to try Jessica again. Hello? Hello. We have you. Yay. Okay. So I'm doing the thinning of the veils show that you wanted me to do. Okay. And I wanted you to tell them kind of about what happened in the center. We have about 20 minutes left. So. Okay. Um, since you're the one who witnessed it. I haven't gone into anything mm-hmm. other than we had a unique experience. Yeah. So. And, you know, I it won't take up 20 minutes, but 
you know, I was um, doing an aura photo um, just, just just a couple days ago, and, uh, you know, everything's fine, and there was no, I didn't feel anything beforehand. There was no um, expectation of anything. Usually aura photos are light and fun, and, you know, um, and so I was talking to the lady, and I looked in, I looked at the laptop because that's where the aura photo information is. And when I looked at the laptop, a reflection—it's like a. Let me let me re redo that. It's like a the laptop acts like a monitor of what the camera is seeing, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. So um, so anyway, and you know, I'm I looked down to talk to her about her aura colors a little more, and through the reflection. I see like a slit of light and then someone walk. And so, you know, I I didn't really think about it and I just turned and looked, you know, to see if maybe the door was open, maybe someone had just walked by me, like an actual living person. And uh <laughs> and then I realized the door was closed and I said, Oh, and then all of a sudden my senses, you know, my tidy senses went off and I said, Oh, uh oh, <laughs> So that's not good. <laughs> yeah, no. And you know, the thing was thing was strong enough to or powerful enough to not only go through the veil, you know, at this time without me even bringing anything in about it or anything, and then it had the gall to show itself to me knowing that I would see it. Right. It was you know, so, so what you what you saw, now what was different about you know, a lot of times we see shadows go by and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But the little slit that you were talking about, that's the important part because that was actually somebody moving aside that veil of energy that typically protects the two and stepping right. through it. Right. So what was, that, what was that like? What did it look like? What did it feel um, like? Whatever. Well, it was, a little, it was a little uneasy at first, you know, um, and and I should have I should have known you know when I went back to the situation and meditation to see okay what could I have done was there anything that I did to trigger it was there anything that the clients did to trigger it and so you know I used it as a learning experience but what I realized <laughs> was that my stomach started hurting before it even opened mm, you know okay. before before I saw that little slit in the wall. Um, my stomach sort of did like this little cramping thing, and but I just ignored it, you know, and just because I was with a client and just kept going, you know, with the happy stuff that we were talking about. <laughs> right. And, uh, now you also had yeah. the experience over in the infinite room as well. And yeah. so, you know, do you want to talk about just the how easily that one got open that you had to close down yesterday, the one in the back of the room that was from that yeah. other client. Yeah. You, because people can yeah. accidentally or inadvertently cause a whole lot of problems. Yeah. And, you know, and granted, the guy didn't mean, you know, he would never have meant to do that. He is actually um, a very, a very wonderful healer and an energy worker himself. And, you know, he's learning medical Qigong and he does Tai Chi and, and all of these, um, you know, different Asian culture energy stuff. And so, you know, we're talking about, we're in a reading and, and so I'm doing his psychic reading and I realized that, 
you know, after channeling his higher self to him so he could see his potential. And, uh, and then, you know, once I finished that, he started seeing clearer, you know, and that's what he was asking for. He was asking to be able to see things clearer because they were kind of foggy to him. And, you know, he used to be able to see energy moving and every, and all of that. So I assisted him with that and did not, it didn't occur to me at the moment because I was in a specific zone that, um, you know, as he's waving his hand toward the wall and he's like, wow, I see this and I see that. And then he, you know, just started playing with the energy in my room, which, you know, in my room there's, in the infinite room, there's, um, it's just a different, it's, it's a higher level. It's, you know, sits on a specific grid line. And, and so it's very easy for him to do what he did. And so he, he went ahead and opened up a portal without even knowing, without even the intention of opening a portal. His intention was, oh, look at the energy. And he was messing with the energy in the wall. Right. You know, and, and then I saw, afterward what had happened and you know and then I guess through that portal because of that break there was able to be a it created a whole lot of leaks right Right. it created a weakness in the energy of the of the center as far as the the veils go now um you know the issue is when that happens like with like with that person he had come in and we were talking about this before you called in about how wherever you're at, that's what you're going to align with. So you want to be careful if you're mm-hmm. playing around during Halloween, during the thinning of the veils, because right. whatever is actually going on inside of you, that's what you're going to align with and receive, right. you know? Yeah. And so <laughs> he, had, he had come in talking about how, he is here to um, battle all the demons and he is here to, you know, help mankind and, and, you know, take away all this witchcraft and voodoo stuff and have everyone harmonious and be in line with, you know, with one. And, and he was here to take away all the demons and and the evilness from it all. So what, you know, when you guys are thinking about that, right. What is he aligning with? You know, right. first of all, he's kind of going, hey, yo, here I am and I'm going to take you out. Well, you're just shouting threats over at the other side. The things that are going to respond to that aren't going to be very nice things. <clears throat> so without even understanding what he did, he opened up all kinds of trouble in our center and mm-hmm. didn't mean to. He had the best of intentions. And this is what I'm talking about in the astral plane. You don't know what you're going to get because... In the astral plane, it's in most cases stuff that's still learning that hasn't evolved, that hasn't become completely enlightened. And so say this young man, heaven forbid, whatever, had passed over, someone like him had passed over, and you try to align with someone who who is of the light, right? Well, mm-hmm. even though he's talking about battle and he's talking about taking away all these things that he believes to be bad, He's still talking about battling. He's still talking about wiping things out. And so is he really working from the light? If you're from the Christ consciousness, that's not necessarily how you're seeing things. And so say someone like him was on the other side and someone from this side is trying to connect to a light worker, someone who has wisdom and guidance. 
Well, that soul would be happy to come and give you guidance because they know what's going on. They know. They battle for the light. And so (laughs) all that really matters in that sentence is that they battle. Right. You know, and so it's really important to understand that, you you know, so you have that level as well, but then you also have what happened to him where what was really going on inside of him, what was really amped up when he made that connection, you know, and so he kind of came across in a threatening mode. And then what came through that portal, what came through there, what came through the, um, the veil when you saw in the aura room was very much dark. It was creepy. It was really, oh, yeah. I mean, and, and so when, you know, and then Jessica comes out and says, you know, Truth, can you come in and kind of have my back with this one? And so I came in and, and I could tune in and feel just how dark and, and nasty whatever step through was. It was not good, you know. Right. And, and so we had to clean that up. We had to clear that up and get that out and kind of seal up that room again so it was safe for our clients because what happens and what if the people who have the centers don't know all this is going on you know are they um are they just allowing the stuff to be in the center you know that's the other thing when you are working with somebody on a spiritual level you want to be sure that that they're connecting and making sure all this is nice and clear so so you wanted me to do the show on the thinning of the veils and halloween and all that because you said that I could help people, <clears throat> but but you realize that I have no idea what it is that people don't know. <laughs> yeah, we have this conversation all the time. So, yeah. well, you know, and and I just want to point out to people that you know there are spiritual centers, you know, that will allow anything to be there because it's. It's all one, you know. They they see it as all one, and and you know that that's great. Everyone's entitled to their opinion and the way they operate their own business. But um, you know, I have I have seen, and you know, this was a great learning lesson for me about how thin the veils are around this time of year and how diligent I have to be. I mean. People don't realize after a reading, after a healing, you know, before and after. Any session we do, we have to cleanse and clear and, you know, be very diligent about it. And with him, you know, I slipped up. I allowed him to, um, you know, to keep talking to me and we walked out and kept talking and, you know, then someone pulled me here and someone pulled me there. Um, I should have never walked out of my room and we usually don't. You know, we usually stay in the room and have them go. And we usually clear everything out so that the next person coming in doesn't <laughs> doesn't get a spiritually transmitted disease. Right. <laughs> Whole different STD on our in our yeah. work. That's right. <laughs> That's pretty so, funny. Um, you know, but there is a lot that happens, and a lot of energy and a lot of work. Um, to run a spiritual healing center this way, you know, to do it in the manner that we do, ensuring that everybody that comes in is is getting, you know, um, is getting their form or what they need out of things and so, not leaving with an attachment and something extra. Right, and that happens a lot. And, and uh, you know, when we were in Florida, I dealt a lot with people who would go out to Casadega 
<clears throat> and um, you know, all I can say is just the facts. You know, I don't, I don't, I never practice in Casadega. I, um, it was pretty clear I wasn't welcome in Casadega. <laughs> But I did end up dealing with a lot of people who took classes and had readings and things out there who walked away with a lot more than they came in with. And, uh, yeah. and so... I was one and, of them. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so, you know, you really do want to be careful because they think it's very evolved to be talking to spirits at all. And that's just not so, you know. So getting back to the thinning of the veils, you know, we've got about 12 minutes left, not quite. Getting back to the thinning of the veils, if... You, because this was sparked by you and Jose talking and whatever. And so, what are some of the things, some of the misconceptions or whatever that you would like me to address real quickly? Well, like, you know, Jose was talking about a time, you know, in his past where on Halloween it was fun to, you know, take um, whatever, whatever it is that they do for the uh, ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, so, you know, yeah. Yeah, so it was fun to do the ayahuasca journey on Halloween, you know, so that they can connect with with whatever, you know, their higher selves or whatever. And when we pointed out to him, well, but the veils are so thin there, you know, it's not only that coming through. It's everything. And, um, you know, and once once he realized, he was then very grateful, you know, that he, he came back out and everything and, um, he hadn't looked at it that way. He just thought that right. whatever he aligned with and connected with is what would come through only. You know, right. so if he was connecting okay. with the higher vibration, and that's only what will come through the veil. Well, and, you know, the thing is that when people are looking at this whole veil thing, yes, they truly do, they truly do progressively become thinner. Um, I would say it's probably going to be amped up between the full moon and Halloween. And so... They're progressively becoming thinner, so you may feel more and more like, okay, you know, around Halloween we're going to do this or we're going to do that, and it's going to be a nifty, exciting journey, and you know, or we're going to connect and try to speak to souls on the other side, like that's a big, exciting thing to do. Um, it's, it is, you are opening up a communication or opening up a doorway or a portal or whatever you want or that that curtain, that veil is being pushed aside like what Jessica saw, <clears throat> you have no control over what comes through it. And so if you want to connect with things, I mean, I highly encourage people to learn how to connect with other dimensions, but maybe not with that dimension. Because right now what you're doing is um, you're connecting with the confusion, the lost souls, the wandering souls, the the souls that are there hanging out just to create problems, yes, in the astral plane there are higher levels where more ascended beings will come down to teach, but it's not likely that those are the levels you're going to access, and why would you do that anyway? Because you're still sitting in school with all the lost souls. Why wouldn't you access the higher dimensions? <coughs> and I understand that it's not as easy, but um, you can learn easily how to do it. And... It just the other thing is as these veils are thinning, it's not just about where does it open. It's if you imagine, you know, you're sitting in one room and somebody's on the other side of that same wall, right? 
communication is a little difficult because you can't see or hear each other very well, but imagine progressively that wall starts getting thinner and thinner and then it turns into like a a heavy curtain, you know? Okay, it's a little bit easier, but you can't really get through. And then as it comes down and it begins to become more like a, more like a veil, well, it's really easy to whisper through and see each other and poke each other and, and um, you know, if you hold something hot next to them, they're going to feel the heat hold something cold, they're going to feel the cold. So as these souls are thinking, feeling, doing, it's affecting you and the people around you a lot more. So what we want to do is as we come into Halloween, it just blows my mind, right? Because I come from a different space in the head than a lot of people do, clearly. Jessica's always getting on me about how, you know, I'm unaware of... <laughs> what, what is it that I'm unaware of, Jessica? You're unaware of what the normal person um, even knows, you know. But you know, I, just, and, I know, and the, I know what everybody has in them. They're amazing. Yeah. So you know, um, but what 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 I'm getting at here is is that instead of aligning with the scary, creepy, horrible stuff like everybody seems to do, why not make it where we really just align with the higher level stuff? Really align with the angelic. Really align with the Christ consciousness or the Buddha consciousness or whatever it may be, try that. Just try that this year. Like instead of watching horror flicks, watch really inspirational things. Instead of watching, you know, violent or even just creepy tales, whatever, why not align yourself with something? If the veil is going to be thin and you're going to be experiencing something, why the heck would you want to experience just confused dead people? I don't get it. I just don't and get it. You know, it. here's here's um <laughs> something that that came to me is you know, if you um if you decide that that's what you want to do, that's your prerogative, you know, no judgment. Right. Just be prepared, be prepared to um have on hand about 350 to 400 dollars to get a good <laughs> To get a good person who can clear out your house and your energy afterwards. That's all. Right. I was telling them that, that I'm actually going to start charging like double time or something like plumbers do on holidays or whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm telling people year after year and they still go and do it and then they call me and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to start charging more. I'm kidding people. I'm kidding. But yes, that's, that's really pretty much it, you know, um, because inevitably the calls go up this time of year. You know? Yeah, they always do. Yeah, and and you know, I don't quite understand. In the past, I've just worked my tuchus off and really stressed myself out and overwhelmed myself. And and this year, I've done so much about making myself accessible to people to help them understand how not to get in that situation. That quite seriously, like if it's the same people calling over and over again, we're going to have an issue this year because I'm just I'm teaching people how not to get in that mess. So it's really becoming a little aggravating when they keep getting in the mess and keep calling going, I need you to clean my house. You know, it's kind of like throwing a frat party and then calling somebody else to come clean it up and just constantly doing the same thing over and over again. How often are they going to come back, you know? And uh, so, so, you know, we have about four minutes left. I just want to reiterate that you all have a choice. The veils are thinning. It is an amazing opportunity. You can align with some of the ancient, the ancient masters. Why wouldn't you align with 
ascended masters rather than creepy whatevers. You know, like when I used to live in Orlando, they do that Halloween Horror Nights at, at Universal. I couldn't even drive downtown. It was and just blew my mind. I couldn't drive downtown without seeing huge billboards of these horrible images. These, like, they're just meant to evoke the terror in you, you know. And they've got them on the sides of buildings, and they, it's this huge thing in Orlando, this Halloween Horror Nights. And, and you know, I, I was hired by Universal to go be one of their psychics, and I turned it down because I couldn't, I, I wouldn't put myself in the middle of that where people were strictly aligning themselves with all of this creepiness. You know, if, if you can see, okay, cool, the veils are thinning and see it as an opportunity, yes, but you can use that as an opportunity to reach ascended masters. You know, there's, there's Kuan Yin, there's Melchizedek, there's Merlin. Merlin was real, guys, you know, and he is an ascended master. There's Christ. There's all these different Mary Magdalene. You, there's all kinds of ascended masters that, that you guys could um, – and I just want to thank Jessica for joining us. She's dropped now, so I want to say thank you very much, and I missed her. So you can align with those ascended masters rather than aligning with the stuff that's scaring the bejesus out of you. You have a choice. It's just a thin veil. Which way do you want to take it? So we have about three minutes left. I just want to thank Jessica. She's the owner and operator of Sacred Light of Sedona. You can go to sacredlightofsedona.com, and, and she's got a little video on there. We need to re-up the video because it's, it's kind of shifted again, and it's much nicer now again. <coughs> we keep improving. It's kind of neat. Um, and also we want to always give a shout-out to our friend Spring Rain Peony, who um, has, is the author of Eat Conscious and Be Merry. And you can get that on Amazon, or you can go to her website, holisticnaturalsco.com. And it's a gluten-free, yummy cookbook, easy recipe, so you can do gluten-free, dairy-free without any issues. Um, and it's actually really good stuff. So check her out. Again, holisticnaturalsco.com. She's got a great line of supplements as well. And, uh, you know, we, we also want to encourage you guys to check out, we've got another friend who has a book line out. Uh, the second one in the series is coming out in just a few weeks. They're called the McDera Chronicles. And uh, book one is, is the one you want to look for. It's Judy Colella. And you can, you can find those on Amazon. Um, but you you also can go to I believe the mcderachronicles.com and uh, and check those out. I'll put the link on the description of the show for today. So if you're listening on the archives or you're listening in live today, you can go check out the archives. I'll do it as soon as as we're done. Um, this this book series actually talks about how to keep how to connect with these these enlightened beings and helping you understand them. And but it's told in a fantasy way. And uh, it's a book that, you know, I've seen kids 12 and 13 get into it, and I've seen grown-ups 50s and 60s, men, women, whatever. Everybody seems to love this book series. So um, you want to look for Overcomer Book 1. And, uh, and so, again, I'll post the link for that. I highly encourage people to read that book series if you are readers. And, uh, of course, like me here on Blog Talk and like me on Facebook – and uh, I love when people like me. <laughs> and we'll keep you up to date on all the different things that are going on. And uh, I hope to see you all tomorrow. 
I have the topic written up on the description, so I don't remember what it is now, but it'll be there for you um, immediately because it's already there. So everybody have a fabulous day. Keep your energy high and keep your energy clean. Be careful what you're connecting with. The veils are thinning, so use it to your benefit and connect with some really awesome, awesome beings rather than the creepy, scary things, unless that's just really what you want to pull into your house because... They will come and they will stay, and that's not what we want for you. So be aware, be alert, and be enlightened, okay? Everybody have a great day. Thanks.